Hello everybody, and welcome to Mike'd in Bed. I'm Josh. And I'm Jasmine. You didn't like my intro. No, I didn't mind your intro. You gave fine. me a look. I did give you a look, but it had nothing to do with you or the intro. <laughs> what did it have to do with? Nothing, it's just my overall feelings. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Should we skip the weekly refresh? So, like, no, we told because we used to record this during the day. We did, but our our oldest doesn't doesn't even attempt to do nap. quiet time or nap. So, like, that time's gone now. So, <laughs> so we're recording at night again, <laughs> and everyone knows that. Like, I feel like when we were recording at night in the beginning, I was like very like, yep. Oh, crankers. A little bit. <laughs> I'm used to it. So we're back at this, and I'm just trying to muster whatever energy is left in my body, which is not much. Yeah. Yeah. But Good week. <laughs> <laughs> it was okay. I was, I like, halfway through the week, I wasn't feeling well, and that lasted probably up until, like, maybe Saturday evening. You had me nervous. Maybe even a little bit. Yeah, you thought I needed to go to pregnancy test. Yes, I, I feel like people at work might think that as well now. Because, like, they were irking my soul <laughs> over the week. <laughs> and I feel bad. I don't. No, I don't. I take Well, yeah, because it was mostly because of, like, you're not feeling well. Yeah, I wasn't feeling well, and I had to do all these things. And, like, when it comes to my time... I'm very, like, territorial over that. It's my time, and I want yeah. it to be used effectively. So if you're going to use my time, use it well. Yeah. When I don't feel like my time is being used well, I get very annoyed. That's why I tend to say things, because I feel like it's more offensive me making the face and not saying anything yeah. than me just saying something. Everybody knows, though, like, speaking from experience. Yeah. I just, it just, that's the only thing. Like, because I wasn't feeling well half of the week just kind of was crap just because I didn't feel well yeah and everyone got that shitty end of the stick because of that. So, yeah I mean <laughs> like everyone it didn't matter who they were <laughs> I feel like you're on the up and up heading into the coming week though I, I do feel better um every like Sunday morning I felt a lot better and, and it's not because I got extra hour of sleep because I didn't nope <laughs> but um, I think just getting, some, I think just like having that time over the weekend to try to like calm my body down mm-hmm. and just breathe and try to get a lot of fluids in me and stuff helped. But, yep. you know, I feel like I'm still dealing with something. But yeah, I, I don't mean, think it's anything contagious. So I think it's no. my body's response to a lot of things that are happening so yeah for me it was like just the build-up throughout the week of managing the kids you know because I'm the primary during the day like that's my Mm -hmm. my responsibility now and just making sure that they're not just you know there but that they're actually learning and you know eating good meals and and it's harder for you because you're not the default parent. I'm not the default parent. And so at they all. tend to struggle sometimes. With me, yes, yeah. because I'm not mama. <laughs> that was my first name. Not mama, not, not mama, mama, not mama. 
and I'm not mama. And I hear that quite often. <laughs> throughout the week, I lose track of how many times our oldest says that he wants you and not me. <laughs> so yeah. That's how that goes. So that, you know, it's part of being a parent. But by, by Friday morning, I'm pretty irked from the week. And then it takes the weekend to kind of reset. But I feel good heading into to Monday. Um, That's good. Yeah. It was a fairly chill weekend. Plus, like, it's no longer October. Yeah. <laughs> it's now the most wonderful like time of the year. It felt like that forever. It did. Seriously, though, you people at Target need to calm down. I was there today. Calm During church down. hour. Can thinking. I ask, like, do people not save their stuff every year? Like, do they just get rid of it at the end of the holiday season? Like, they must. We'll, I... I made the mistake of going to Target with our child in the afternoon on a Saturday. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Can't do that. <laughs> I always go to Target in the morning, like right when they open. Like that is what I do, especially because I don't go now unless it's like a weekend or I'm off. Yeah. But I always still go in the morning right when they open because I don't like crowds. Yeah. I like to just, you know, take my time and it's quiet and peaceful. Oh, no. Oh, no. What they did to that Target... It's shameful. Walmart people <laughs> have become Target people. See, where I don't. We live. That's not fully true because I was in Walmart. It was what, worse. a month ago, and I'm not going back in there ever again. That, I had to go in there to get a table. <laughs> I was like, I want this table. It's in Walmart. I'm just gonna run in and get it. <laughs> no, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not going back in there again. So it's still, it's like it's fine. I think Target has a lot of trendy items. And because of that, it attracts a lot of people. It's got its collections. Where it's like, I go to Target more so for the, I don't know, the atmosphere. Like, it just, I, it's, it's like, cozy-ish. it's cozy. Yeah. I go to Target just to, like, go. And usually I buy things that we need. It's very rare I bring home something that we don't need. Yeah. So I'm not in there, like, buying, like, a $500 table or something. No. <laughs> I'm just in there walking around. But, ooh, dear Lord. It's too much. Oh, and I know it's a weekend though, so maybe that was why. But it was terrifying. If it looks like that already at the beginning of November, it's gonna be rough. I'm happy. I saved pretty much everything from last year. We don't need wrapping paper. We are good because mm 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 mm. They were crazy up in there. Yeah, crazy. I couldn't deal. I didn't even buy anything because I was just like, I don't want to be in this line. No. And yeah. We zippy doo dod right on out of there as fast as we could. We went for like what lights. I grabbed those lights and got out. Well, and a pillow that our oldest insisted we needed for the sofa. You <laughs> got a gingerbread house pillow. Yes, the gingerbread house. <laughs> pillow. Not even a pillow we can keep all year. It's a gingerbread house pillow. <laughs> well, to be fair, it replaced the pumpkin pillow. That so is it was a true. Good, it was, it a, was good a good replacement. Sure. But heading into, I feel like there's a litmus test for heading into a new week. Now that the weekend is over as of this recording and i feel like you know you either need to at some point jump ship from a job or that you actually like your job based on how anxious you are heading into a monday that's true i feel like that's the ultimate litmus test and i feel like that's why you're in like a good place and 
you know, I was previously in a good place now trying to. Well, yeah, that's because I like everyone at my job. Like, they're all very sweet people. And the work, too. Yeah, and the work is good. But I think anyone who works at a nonprofit, the nonprofit I work at is fairly small. So it's almost like in a weird startup stage, even though it's been around since 1984. Yeah. (laughs) But because of all the changing of the hands and, like, just really bad turnover but that's normal in nonprofits. like people come and go so quick yep it creates a lot of problems so they're in like this weird startup stage and i'm used to working for nonprofits that are very much well established yes and so it's, it's a little bit of an adjustment for me because i can tell that they're trying to get with the program and learn things and i'm a little frustrated by how behind they are so yeah. i'm trying my best to be accommodating to them trying to catch up sure but, you know, <laughs> when I'm also not feeling well and doing that at the same time, it's not as nice. <laughs> not, not as easy. <laughs> so I am I am doing my best to like, okay, they're going to get there, I can tell, but everything's just going to kind of take time. And so, and it's like I said, good people, good place to work, like good mission, like everything's good. It's just they're a little bit behind. Yeah. I mean, I remember back in like the first jobs that I had being like it never entered my mind that I would have to work a job that I didn't at least enjoy on some level yeah because like even my first jobs you know I did like part-time landscaping and then I did tennis coaching uh, okay for some reason kids. the landscaping's funny I don't know because because I was so thin. <laughs> no, because you have like no. You're not like okay, a. Okay, <laughs> so when I say landscaping, <laughs> I mowed lawns and I filled mulch and oh, like okay. rocks that were mulch, yeah. basically. Like, so like you can teach anyone to do that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I did it for decent sized homes, but you know, it was it just not a nice way to make extra money. And same with the coaching tennis. And I enjoyed both of those things. Landscaping, because you get to basically just be very zen. It's like just a That's fair. I guess I didn't process. think of it like that, yeah. And then with tennis coaching, I was like, oh, I'm making a difference for, like, <laughs> tiny kids. And so I was like, oh, I'll go to college, and then I'm just going to, after that, settle into whatever career job mm-hmm. at the time, filmmaking, um and that's just gonna be that i'm just gonna enjoy that and and all that and um that turned out to to not be the case um for me at least and i fell into like a ministry career yeah for five to six years and then had to at first, I thought you were to... asking me to confirm, and yeah, I'm like, I was. I, don't, I mean, you I don't were there for, for some of that. <laughs> I was there for some of it, not all of it. Though. And then I had to crawl my way out of that. Um, yeah. So, uh, what 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 was your experience like? In... Like, what was my first job? Well, I was that, scooping yeah. ice at Rita's. Well, yeah. Yeah, but like, I always knew that was just a job so I could have money while in high school. <laughs> Well, yeah. over the summers when I was in college yeah. um, but I always like I didn't mind it like I liked going in I liked doing the job it was fun I just didn't I like I didn't like the people who would like come to I liked everyone I worked with I didn't like the, <laughs> I didn't like the customers the customers were terrible customer people service is just... <laughs> I 
you're people awful. Don't, don't give customer service folks enough credit because it's no. hard. Yeah. And how are you going to say you don't like something after you tried eight samples and got one of the samples that you said you liked and then eat them and be like, oh, I don't like this. Can I get something else out? And you ate it all. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you don't like it. No, you clearly Funny liked it during that. that. Like, oh. But yeah, so this is the only thing about that job. It's just. We didn't always get the best crowd of people. Now, so. I know that you had also done babysitting. Yeah, so technically, right? I guess babysitting was my first job. I like babysitting. Because, like, they weren't my kids, so, like... Yeah. <laughs> you get to, like, leave and, like, here's your child back or, like, yep. bye. <laughs> like, it wasn't a big deal. And I, I always had, like, really good families, and I think that was helpful. Yeah. Yeah. But I didn't mind babysitting. I did that, and then I went to Rita, so it kind of, like, because I moved away from the family that I was close with, and then needed to get another job, and so it was Rita's, but after that, I kind of worked at my university. Yeah. I guess I was, like, your typical person. (laughs) I had, like, your your typical jobs as a teenager, and then once I got into college, I had the college jobs. Mm -hmm. I didn't work in, like, a clothing store. I felt like that was, like, the thing. Yeah, I could have seen you at H and M. Yeah, yeah, but I, I didn't there. didn't work in any clothing stores. But I did work for like my college, like I think it was like in like a tutor and health with orientation and all that stuff. And I liked that, which eventually led to where I am now. <laughs> I don't know. I I feel like my career it all makes sense, but like. It is a little bit different from job to job. Yeah, I feel like your career has largely been based on like a public service or like a yes. service to the greater Very good. Very much a public servant. <laughs> Which makes sense because you have a master's in public policy and administration. Yes. So. Yeah, it's weird. Like I, I like jobs where there's some some type of work where I'm helping people, but there's also like some type of like work where I get to like analyze documents (laughs) or like do like heavy ad like I don't mind reading things and trying to interpret I mean clearly my master's is in public policy so like those stuff I just I enjoy it that is probably actually one of the things that I miss Mm -hmm. I got to do it a little bit last week which was kind of fun but I, I do miss that a little bit but I do like a good balance that's the thing with me like I've had jobs where it's been very heavy one or the other. Yes. And I'm kind of back at a situation where it's more heavy again with one and not so much with the other. Mm-hmm. So trying to, I would like to eventually find like that sweet spot. Occasionally I think about what it would have been if I just would have gone to law school. Yeah. Because I chose public policy because I was thinking about going to law school, but I didn't want to pay for law school. So <laughs> I'm just like, public policy it is. Well, I mean, the difficult thing for the type of law you would probably see yourself doing, the return on investment for that law degree would would be pretty minimal. Like, I feel like you would want to do something that's not corporate litigation. Oh, ew. No. Why would I want to do that? Well, that's where the money is. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I don't want to do that, though. By being either a public defender or... Something I probably similar. being like probably family law. Family law, that's a bit more lucrative. Yeah. So I mean that. that makes I don't sense. think I could handle the public defender life. Yeah, that would be rough. That's a people who do that. Hats off to you because that's just too much. I I don't think I could handle it. 
But I mean, if you wanted to go back to law school, go back to law school. Go, though sorry. I was there. <laughs> sorry, yeah, yeah, I just picture you there. Um, if you wanted to go to law school, yeah, you know, I, you know. I mean, that is a journey. Yeah. That I am not sure I want to to do. <laughs> I don't. Fair. It's like a fork in the road. I don't know if I'm going that way, but. <laughs> is it like the type of work that? would entice you or are you just looking to have a bigger impact potentially so i just like to analyze things clearly Mm -hmm. i mean that's leaving clear in my personality like i and so like law school made sense at the time Mm -hmm. um and like i said sometimes i still think about it because i feel like it still makes sense in some way shape or form but I just don't know if I want to go through it. Like, I don't know. Now that I have children, it's like, eh, it's a little different. If you could have that aspect of analysis, like, in a nonprofit job. Yeah, I mean, I'd probably be... have to be, it would have to be a job where there was probably some type of either legislative affairs or some kind of, like, probably just, like, actually no like either a legislative affairs or a public policy office yeah it would have to i would probably have to be in something like that because you're still engaging with people right like you're still going out it might be people that you don't like as much yeah. but you're still going out um so i would get that social aspect that i like but i would also get a lot of the looking at documents looking at policies and trying to improve them or see what's wrong with them and how to make them better you don't really do that where i currently am like, not in my current role and not in that office at all. Like, that's not something that yeah. exists. Um, maybe on a higher level at that organization, but not at ours. Mm-hmm. And so that is something I have to think about in the future. Right now I'm fine, but I do think I'll start missing it again. Interesting. I will consider state again, too, but it yeah. has to be the right job. Yeah. And I feel like... I don't fully know what that is. Mm-hmm. Like, I liked my old role as a state. It was good. Mm-hmm. But it turned into something that I was told it wasn't going to turn into. And that wasn't good. For me, anyways. Like, when you have a, a change in hands of supervisors, one who hires you and is doing exactly what they said they were doing and then one who comes in to kind of save the day because there's no one else there yep. and that person is just trying to survive um yeah that that professional development part kind of got lost okay um, so where so. do you see yourself professionally in like five years i wouldn't be surprised if i'm back in the state interesting yeah okay probably working for either department of health or Bachelor Department of Human Services, I would consider Department of Education if it's in post-secondary. I was just going to bring that up. Yeah. Because I feel like that would be... That would probably be more ideal. Yeah. Yeah. Because I feel like a lot of... Like, I feel like some of the law school impetus might be just a desire to be in a college setting. Probably. I, I love academia. Yeah. So I feel like if you could be <laughs> affiliated in some way. Like I I that's... would absolutely 
love that. I think right now I'm okay where I am. Well, yeah. But I will probably, you know, down the line in the future, you know, see what that would look like. But Nice. Yeah. Well. Yeah, but I mean, you gave me the 10th degree there. And I'm... <laughs> oh, I mean, I was just fascinated by, yeah. you know, we just kind of went through your journey. I mean, I'm glad to be out of ministry. First oh, of yeah. all, I feel I'll like yours that. is way more complex, I it guess. Was, like, um, well, there, there's not <laughs> a through line, yeah. but I've been able to take aspects of my creative background and my ministry background, particularly as it pertains to empathy. Mm-hmm. And I've been able to relate those two things into what differentiates me in a sales type of setting or like a growth revenue setting yeah so i didn't think i would ever get into or enjoy any sales role but in working in sales like it was a weird kind of transition out of ministry and then into marketing because i worked for a company that worked with churches as Mm. you know transition into marketing and then from there was able to kind of make the transition into sales and I just kind of like business strategy a lot because it reminds me of what it was like directing films in film school it was very much you had to plan everything out you had to think of every possible option or issue you had to adapt to change. Uh, you had to strategize. You really did. That was a big part of directing, was strategizing and making adjustments in real time. So for me, as my career went from ministry to sales, I can use my empathetic ability and my creativity in order to better strategize in a business context so for me i mean the dream would be to be some kind of like a business consultant for a number of different companies or organizations that i'm interested in or agree with um but you know i'd want to have like a full-time job at one of those companies as well and just kind of see where that takes me Um, eventually it'd be nice to start my own company I mean in my previous role I got to understand the print-on-demand industry really well I feel like I would have the ability to start a print-on-demand company and find some degree of success with it so that's something I would be looking into and I definitely still want to pursue filmmaking as well like I have a lot of screenplays I've written so you know, we'll be doing a goal setting episode and recap pretty soon. Oh, dear which, God. Which, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty rough. Um, How many books have I read? <laughs> what's a book? What's a book? <laughs> I read Clifford that's, the Big Red Dog. Does that count? <laughs> I, read, I, I technically read 200 books because you read them to the kids. And if that counts, then if I'm that good. Counts, then you were book a day. Um, But no, I I definitely want to keep up with the screenwriting, that creative aspect, do more with music, because I have not 
done as much with music in the past year as I would have liked. Um, but yeah, I think just being able to do all of that and I, I see myself doing as much of that as possible in a remote setting. Yeah. And that I kind of spoke to a little bit in our mental health episodes um, where I just, I, I'm just, I feel more comfortable and confident. You know, being back setting. in the office versus working from home for, I was working from home for what, four years, three years, four years? I think it was around three. Yeah, three, probably yeah. three and a half. Three, three and a half, yeah. I will say, I actually do think I got more work done at home. Yep. And this, again, it goes back to kind of like office culture a little yep. bit. But people will waste your time. Yep. And <laughs> I, it's difficult when you're a nice person because you don't want to tell someone to stop talking, even though I've done that in the past couple of weeks. But I like, hope you said it like not that. like that, but like, stop talking because you say that to I do say that to people, but like, I, <laughs> I just, when there's like hard deadlines, yeah, and you gotta get everyone done. knows there's a hard deadline, and there continues to be conversations that not it's not leading to what we needed to lead to, mm-hmm. and that's happening every day at almost every single meeting. Yeah, <laughs> it can be very frustrating, and I realize when I'm at home, I don't have those problems because I don't have someone walking by being like, oh, that's neat about that. Yeah. I'm like, no, no, could send out a meeting invite. Oh, you don't do that. That's right. It's like, it's very frustrating. Yep. Um, but again, it's like, I'm trying to learn this new office and trying how they function. Into... I'm not morphing into anything. I'm not, <laughs> no, because I'm with the times and some people, they are behind the times. And so they need to catch up, but I'm not <laughs> going to morph into what they currently have. I'm just, like I said, I'm trying to be accommodating and wait for them to catch up. Um, whether or not that happens while I'm still there, that's not really anything I really care about. But I hope they will eventually catch up to best practices and what they should be doing in an office. But definitely got more done at home Yeah. than I did or than I do now in an office. Or even back before when I was in an office. Like, there's just so much random side conversations. Yeah. Um, like people just want to talk. Yeah. <laughs> and I understand we just came out of a pandemic and, but like, geez, <laughs> everyone just wants to talk. And I'm just like, I got a lot of things I got to get done by a certain time. And y'all just talking a lot. Yep. So exactly. it's like, and, but I see like that's the difference between people who go to work to work and people who go to work and like treat work like it's their life. Yes. And I don't do that. No. It's good to like your job and like like the people you work with. And I've been fortunate that most of the time that has happened for me. Yeah. But it's not my life. My life is outside of my job. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not always as chatty or bubbly. But that's because I'm here to work. Yeah. Like there's usually something there's a deliverable somewhere that needs to get done and that's what i'm here to that's, do that's that's what you're getting paid to do yeah like i can still be very and friendly and personable i yeah sure but like not in the way that i 
want to waste time. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't happen at home because I don't have anyone wasting my time. And that includes my children. So, like, they, they've gotten better as they've gotten older, mm-hmm. kind of understanding what's going on. Um, and we do have help occasionally. And so that's been, that you know, that was helpful then and it's been helpful now. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I agree for, like, mental health reasons and just for productivity. I don't know many, like, I feel like a decent amount of people would agree that they're a bit more productive. Yeah. In I want to see a large comfort scale, of their home. a large scale study. Yeah. That, and I it's think... not even having to be at home. I worked at a, like from a cafe the other day. Yeah. And still super productive. Yep. And I did. Background noise. Yeah. It was like, I felt like I was in the vibe. There were like three other people there working too. And we were just typing away. Like it was good. Mm-hmm. And so like, I do feel like there needs to be a study that looks really deep into that in the typical office structure of being in an actual office or being at home. Because there is a lot that you can do remotely. Yeah. You know. Almost anything, honestly. Uh, uh, there's pretty, it's a lot. That, you can turn some yeah. of those office buildings into affordable living complexes. Yes, indeed. Just saying. Just saying. <laughs> uh, so we've got an excellent toddler quote and story this week i think that you should tell because i have any tips for people i guess before you linkedin job seekers linkedin's great yeah linkedin (laughs) if if you want to connect i mean we we always say follow us on linkedin well sometimes we say that or i say that but (laughs) i'm I'm pretty active on linkedin and you're very active i I, th- I just think it's a great uh, place to start conversations and yeah. to start building that professional network. If you are introverted and going to socials isn't your thing, then LinkedIn, I feel like it's really, it's a good alternative yeah. for you. I don't like social media, but I, I love LinkedIn because yeah. it can actually lead to yeah. opportunities. Like, more than I don't mind a good social gathering for networking, mm-hmm. but as a mom and a wife, and I work all day. <laughs> That's not the, like, at 6 p.m., I'm not really in the mood to go to such and such place to have cocktails and network. Did you did you get to 500, the 500 plus connections? I haven't been on LinkedIn in a while. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I, I hope to. My I goal, can find out. I my goal by the end of the year, which wasn't one of the goals in the beginning of the year, so don't check me on that, but my goal would be by the end of the year to get to 500. I don't know if I am, though. I don't think so. My goal is to get to 10,000. Get out of my face. And I did that, so... Anyway. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> 10,000? You just, like, on LinkedIn, like, just... I message folks. I talk to folks. See, but see, you know. see, I'd rather do that. See, like, <laughs> I'm introverted, but like I said, I don't mind a good social gathering where I get to network and talk to people. Yeah. On LinkedIn, sometimes I get a little anxious. I'm like, oh my God. Oh, I don't care. But you don't care. You just be on there talking to everyone. Yeah. What's for very interesting but yeah linkedin's a good resource going to social like gatherings for networking mm-hmm. um usually i feel like every every uh, almost every area has like a young professionals group mm-hmm. it's it's typically very white but yeah. <laughs> sometimes if you're in a bigger city there's a black version of it but it is normally not diverse i don't think ours is diverse at all but i'm i might try to check it out but there's things like that, your young professionals group. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's tons of stuff you can do to kind of figure out where you want to be. Networking is helpful if you don't know what you want to do. 
Yes. Because you can have like all those is it informational interviews where you kind of just yeah just get to learn yeah. what other people do and if it sounds interesting to you you can then continue to learn about it and pursue it. Yeah. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Good stuff. Well, yeah. So this this toddler story in quote, I feel like you should. I don't know what stage. it is. I so, saw so it. I don't know what this is for. <laughs> I was told. Okay. That when you went to something fest over the weekend oh you you oh is that from the holiday market yeah the holiday (laughs) market there was a cookie that was as big as our oldest face yeah and he was very angry and he was appealing to the general public the strangers in the area normally does to get pressure on you to eat the cookie well my mom and i so my mom and i and our oldest went to the holiday market in our our town which was really fun it was good and somehow he persuaded my mom to buy him this $9 cookie. That's right. I said $9. $9. A $9 cookie. <laughs> and it was the size of his face. And he was holding onto it very tightly and pouting. Because he got the cookie probably an hour before we left. Yeah. Which you should never, never do. Never. Because now he just wants to eat it, but he's not going to get it because we weren't done. I was like, we got a whole nother two aisles of like two rows of like vendors to go through. We're not leaving. And so <laughs> he was walking around pouting and all these women are noticing and they're just like, oh, what's wrong? <laughs> and he just like, he was telling all these strangers, he's like, I want my cookie. <laughs> I can't eat it. I want my cookie, but I can't eat it. <laughs> <laughs> and pouting. And like everyone's acknowledging how big this cookie is because he's so little and he's holding this big old cookie. And so like everyone's like stopping and talking to him. And he just goes, hmm. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I can't eat my cookie. <laughs> 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 and then I was just like, no, you can't eat it. We haven't even had lunch yet. I was like, I'm not going to eat that huge cookie. Nope. <laughs> you gotta love it. Ugh. Well, that is our show. Follow us on the gram at Mike in Bed or LinkedIn if you feel so inclined. You can connect with one or both of us. <laughs> We're not active on either of those <laughs> 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 